Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a show from our youth to see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And today, we're watching episode 25? Episode 25, Unchained My Heart Part 4. Of uh, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. And uh, we're almost done with the series. We got this one and one more episode, and that's it. We've got this one that should have been the end of the series, and then whatever happens next. <laughs> yep. This I did not hate this episode. I thought it was pretty all right as far as this show goes. It, when held up against many of the other episodes that don't involve a man dressed like a gorilla, <laughs> this one was all right. Yeah, that's all it was, though. They, yeah. But are any of these episodes good, or are they just all right? Well, uh, it's hard Tell to say. Tell me. Are the any first, of them good? The first of the Unchained My Heart was pretty good. I remember actively liking it. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't hate that. And then it was like... Especially if you look at the Unchained My Heart arc. Yeah. The first one was pretty good, and then the second one was bad, and then the third one was even worse, right? Or was that... Well, nothing happened in the two middle ones. Yeah, and then this last one was pretty good. So, I mean, it's at least the second best of this quadology. <laughs> I wonder what Dragonlord was up to through all of that. He's, he's probably having Wick stir up some potions or some such thing. <laughs> I wonder what Shredder was doing. I mean... Maybe amassing power? Yeah, like this. The same with Dragonlord. Like, if the turtles aren't focused on him, he could just be doing other evil, like to other things, to other people. Or maybe he only exists because the turtles are thinking about him. That's why you exist. It's because I'm thinking about you. Got there's some Tyler Durden ship up shit up in here. <laughs> Tyler Durden ship up. In, that's what I said. Yep, I heard you. <laughs> oh, this guy's got the yonzies. Heavens. It has been a long week. It's yeah. been a pretty regular week for me, and it's only been six days since we last recorded. Yeah. But it feels like a GD eternity. <laughs> yeah, it feels like two months. We missed by. the show so goddamn bad that we were yeah, like, "The fuck are we doing? Let's do again." I I moved, and then I had I started working ten hour shifts, and then Sky, they don't care. Other stuff. They care a little. No, they don't. A couple of them do. Yeah, and they've already read your Twitter, and they're like, "I'm done with this guy." <laughs> And it's constant bitching. It does sound like me. <laughs> I had all that soda earlier, so I'm real feisty. <laughs> it riles up the no, blood. No, it's yeah. It angers up the blood. <laughs> so, Unchained My Heart Part 4. It's about vampires and turtles. And bone steel. Yeah. And a rat. But that's it. <laughs> Fair. Well, we'll get into it. Sky, based on this establishing shot, where would you say this takes place? New Jersey. No. Try again. Philadelphia. No, it's New York. God, it's New it's New Paris. Ah, it might be Paris. <laughs> um. So it starts with Bone Steel, right? Mm-hmm. And well, his roof. He has yeah. a. He has a. This fuck. What is that called? Weather. It's not a weather vane. It's a. Uh. Windmill. No. Is it spinny, a windmill? Spinny. Spinny. Spinny guy. I'm gonna cut this. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> wind indicator. Yeah, a windicator. It there was it is. a windicator. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's, it's like a pinwheel, but it's not. It indicates which way the wind's blowing. You see him in Twister we- a bunch. Weather vane? I, weather vanes are like, they have like the cross, though, And right? they have a chicken on it. Typically. Or I maybe maybe a lady driving a car. I saw an American Pickers. Whoa. <laughs> this is a good episode. Um, <laughs> They're all good episodes. So, like, all of the stuff leading over to Bone Steel looks like you're on a roof. Like, they show you the skyline. I couldn't, you know, the ups and downs of the building, the skyline. <laughs> Um, but then you get to the actual shot of bone steel and if it had started right there, it still looks like he's on the docks. Yeah. Or he's just out camping because there's a tent set up behind him. Yeah. 
because any drank from a metal thermos cup, so it, he could just be you know taking a siesta out in like northern hamptons and it seems i wasn't paying attention at the beginning when they showed all those buildings because i thought to myself it does look like he's just next to the ocean here because (laughs) there's nothing behind him there's just clouds yeah so i guess the roof he's camped out on has no stairs it's just an abandoned empty shell of a building because he has to suction cup his way down yes to the ground level and it must be on the docks and the direction that faces camera is out over the hudson bay or whatever I mean, it so sounds, you never see the. It the sounds like a buildings. beautiful view. I guess. I bet if he wasn't an insane person and had a legitimate job, he would pay a lot of money to live there. <laughs> but instead, he's an insane person. So, um, yeah. so guess what Bone Steel did off camera? I don't remember anybody being taken down, but he's got all three vampires in a cage. <laughs> in a damn cage. Um, it comes as quite the surprise. Uh, they can transform into bats, and I bet those bats could fit through those bars. Unless that's a bat-proof cage. Which is possible, I guess. Um, maybe there's an... It, you know what it is? He probably put screen around it. Yeah. Or maybe there's something we don't know about vampires, and once they're caged, um, they can't transform into bats. <laughs> Look like it up. how Wonder Woman lost her powers when she was tied up. Sure. Early Silver Age, she would... Oh. Whenever somebody would tie her up, she would lose her ability to break chains and stuff. I'm surprised in the Early Silver Age, it just wasn't every time... Um, a man told her to get in the it, kitchen? Exactly. Every time a man needed dinner, she had to make it. <laughs> that sounds like the Silver Age. It does. It sounds like, yeah, Jean in the... was it? The Bronze Age had to do all the cleaning because her power was best suited for it. And uh, Invisible Woman, or I guess at the time she was Invisible Girl, uh, had that power because can't have a lady getting punched in the face let's give her the one where she can hide yeah i think for most of the silver age gene doesn't do anything but lift a book nothing heavier (laughs) than a book at a time bronze age uh sure silver age the x-men wasn't around yet sure no that's a thing i said sure uh but anyway we got i'm gonna fact check you later do it do it right now then i'm gonna do you on twitter give it a goog my things run in the the tv i can't (laughs) But yeah, so somehow Bone Steel has them confined, and they are playing along with it because I guess vampires don't have super strength after all, right? And uh, it's hard to even say. Even though he's standing within arm's reach, they don't just you know smash his head in. But we know for a fact that he used to hunt vampires, so he probably has taken the precautions to keep them in that cage, whatever he needed to do. But we've also decided he's insane, right? And he's very incompetent. That is true, except when he is competent. Yeah. It fluctuates. Sometimes he remembers how to do things. So maybe it's blade rules and the the cage is made out of solid silver and they can't touch silver except for the little girls touching the bars. I was going to say, I think they're touching the bars. So. It's painted. Oh. So it dulls the pain, but they still can't break it. Yeah, and she wants just a little bit of that pain to remind her that she's, well, I was going to say alive, but uh, unalive. Uh, conscious? Sure. Aware? <laughs> yeah. Cognizant. Anywho, Bone Steel. What's Bone Steel holding? I thought it was like a tube or a tube, like a container full of lighter fluid because he's basically holding them hostage where they're going to be burned alive. Well, burned undead by the sun. And I thought that he had like a thing of lighter fluid to add to the the threat. But then he's just not holding it again. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. But ultimately, he's trying to strike a bargain with them. Yeah. Even though he's better than them, I guess. Clearly. He's got them in a box. Um,. But he's like, yeah, the sun's going to rise. I'm going to burn you to death unless you promise to help me. We're going to kill the turtles. 
I guess they just agree. Basically. Under duress. Because they went to Shinobi, and they're like, that's the girl turtle. And he's like, all right, let's kill him. Because <laughs> they want to kill uh, Venus. Well, Bones wants to kill all of them. Right. But, the but they specifically say yeah. they want to kill her. Well, yeah. excuse me, they want to destroy her. Yeah, and he wants to make them all extinct. Right. No one, no one's going to get killed. This counts as genocide, right? If they're all killed? Uh, yeah. It's their entire species wiped off the planet. Because they're all sentient creatures. Well, mostly. <laughs> now we're in sewers. Well, we get a shot of the Golden Gate Bridge? Or was that the Brooklyn Bridge? I have no idea. Me either. We eventually go back to the sewer. And the turtles are like, we're going to give her one more chance. Because apparently Venus uh, has only earned one more chance with these assholes. Um, she can kill all of them and has chosen not to this entire show. I mean, so far, we have one more episode. <laughs> that's true. It would be great if that's how it ended. Oh, it would just be perfect. But, like, she's trying. her. She just has to learn how to read a different language. Maybe ease off, guys. Or... You know, you try to do something instead of relying completely on her to do everything for you. Well, one of them does do some stuff. Which one? Donatello. I guess. There's a shitload of stuff. Yeah, but he bitches about it the whole time, I'm sure. Well, he doesn't in this. Leonardo is very Venus. You've got it this time, right? Like, you you can shoot magic and kill the vampires. And she's like, absolutely I can. So then we then he goes over to Donnie and Donnie shows him all the things he's invented, all of which are like repurposed not, super soakers. Not, but they're not stupid. They're not That's as fair. stupid as we've come to expect from this show, which is why I was like, this show, this episode's all right because it's not as dumb, and the reasons that they fail are not entirely dumb. <laughs> they did put forth actual effort, right? Like the first thing he has is this gun. Oh well. Well, the first you of. say they're it's allergic. like a flashlight that's supposed to shoot out UV. It it says it's got tanning rays in it, basically. Yeah. He also says that um, vampires are allergic to sticks, or no, they're allergic to wood. Yeah. So let's start sharpen some sticks. I don't think that's what the problem is. I think it's that you're stabbing them in the heart with I it. I think so. And originally, stakes were like three feet long, and what you would do is you would nail them into the ground and behead them. It wasn't just you'd. St- Poked him with a stick. Imagine if that's how this episode ended. It would have been awesome if that's how it shook out. So cool. It's um, not. Yeah. So we see his uh, we see his son shooting gun. Yeah, and he shoots it directly directly in Raph's eyes, and that is my friends a dick move. Yeah. Like, well, they're all dicks. They're all jackasses. <laughs> True, but also you invented it, and everybody should know. Don't point lasers into your eyes, or you burn your retinas. <laughs> So maybe don't shoot tanning bed rays directly into somebody else's eyes. But also, all of us went to a regular school and didn't learn from trash we found. So maybe that's not a thing he's just picked up inherently. <laughs> but there's stickers on that stuff <laughs> saying, yeah, don't shine this in someone's eyes, please. true. I don't know. <sighs> so then there's another gun. Yeah. A stink gun. It, well, yeah. Repurposed super soakers. Uh, he made some sort of uh, garlic cocktail. Yeah. And because vampires don't like garlic, or so the legends go. So they, uh, so they're going to spray him with, uh, with garlic, garlic juice. juice. And now Leo is like, all right, fuckers, we're going to work as a team, which, all right, I get behind that. Like, there, there's almost a plan. Yeah. There's adequate weaponry. Yeah. But first we get a montage. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, but Venus says it's Shinobi time without moving her mouth. I'm pretty sure it's in her monologue, but it's also impossible to tell. Yeah. It's hard to say. It kind of had a vague echoey quality to it. So who knows? Splinter's carving some more, um... Steaks? Steaks, thank you. <laughs> some steaks. 
And then they're practicing with all the weapons. But well, I like... think Michelangelo's just being a dick. Oh, because okay. he sprays Raphael in the back. If he was practice, if he was you know learning how to use it, he'd probably have like a target and not a person. Yeah, I guess that's true. But Venus is practicing her um, "Hey, I can shoot vampires" thing, right? <laughs> but she yes. just promised Leonardo that she could do it. Like well, she a promised minute ago. she was reading about it. No, I understood that she could just do. She was she was so confident. She fucking lied. I guess. Oh. But, and then Donatello made uh, everybody a crossbow. Yeah. Which is excellent. And then they the turtles line up uh, to you know to test them out, and they can shoot wooden stakes into fucking into like rocks. Yeah. I get. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So that's that is an impressive level of strength that Donatello has cobbled together from garbage. Yeah. That is uh, the PSI on that is probably out of, out of this world. So later on in the episode, I was like, oh shit, they worked. Yeah, we'll get there, but... Yeah, that, it makes perfect sense that you would make them very, very strong. Yeah. Because you don't want to... Crossbows are typically one shot, and if you miss, you don't typically have time to reload before you yeah, get... Yeah, which we learned later. Attacked. So yeah, make them fucking powerful. We cut back over to Venus, and she has figured out the proper hand sigils, and she's learned the right words, and she throws a fireball at a mannequin dressed like Vammy, and it fucking explodes. Do you think it would have worked if that mannequin wasn't dressed like Vammy? Ah, <laughs> uh, No. Where do you think they got the same clothes as Vammy? I don't know. Where did Vammy get her clothes? They just congealed out of nothing. Well, they're ancient or some such thing. Well, then maybe it was from Venus's wardrobe. Oh, okay. She doesn't wear any of it, but she has it. Just like all my hats. Right. Uh, and then Splinter decides they're ready. Oh, but first we get one more invention. Yeah, it's Donatello. a paint can with light bulbs in it. <laughs> it sure the fuck is. It's <laughs> they didn't try to dress it up at all. They have some <laughs> wire sticking out of it, but yeah. it's ultimately four light bulbs. In a paint can. It's like that time travel coconut that we invented, or pineapple that we invented. <laughs> Indeed. What they did was they noticed that the heart leaps at Vammy, so they lined, or excuse more specifically, Donatello lined the paint can with pressure sensors and dropped the heart in there. So whenever it hits one of the walls, it'll light up a light so they know which direction the vampires are in. Which is not a terrible plan. No. It, um, they showed a little bit of forethought. I mean, it has three light bulbs on it, so... <laughs> It's not super specific, but you could apply that plan, you know, to, to a better invention and it, you know, but I mean, I guess he lives in the damn sewer and he had yeah. some light bulbs and a painty can. Maybe he could have added some more light bulbs, like have them like staggered. A, yeah. And cardinal or maybe, directions or some, or like smaller light bulbs so you can fit more in so you get a more oh, exact. Yeah. Read. There you go. Uh, like Christmas lights. There's yeah. an abundance of Christmas lights about, I'm sure. But whatever. People it's are always fine. flushing those down the toilet. <laughs> so the the turtles get in the car and ride like they like to. And the vampires are flying around Power Ranger bat style. Uh, I bet they converge. No. I mean, I guess probably because the turtles are following the, the vampire's heart to yeah, the vampires. I guess. I don't know. They're. Uh, it seems like they're just meeting up. but So they end up in some park. Because that's where they always end up. Because it's probably free to shoot there. And uh, everybody's walking around. Everybody's armed. Everybody's ready. Except for Splinter, who just has a stick and a paint can. Well, maybe he sharpened one end of that. I mean, he, he can do damage with that stick, so he is armed. And wh wouldn't you know it, the turtles walk into a trap that Bone Steel set up. And instead of just shooting them with a gun, he turns on lights and announces that he's there. Yeah, you use the word trap real loosely there. Well, they walked in, and then he turned turns on, on lights. some lights, and then fucking monologues like for way too long. He yells a bunch of stuff. I mean, he calls it the slaughter dome. He's nothing if not dramatic. 
<laughs> like he really gets into it. And I appreciate that part of Bone Steel. Like he, he is a showman. He does have a flair for the dramatic. He sure does. And I mean, watching your family get slaughtered by the big game you were hunting uh, <laughs> while you do heroin in the corner really, uh, really will fuck with you. Vampire heroin. Yeah. Oh, right. It was probably right after he killed all of Silver's family. So it was. Yeah. A, it was a. It was a gang turf war. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So that's why we never see Silver and uh, Bone Steel together. I just did a really bad thing. I pushed, I touched the screen. You oh, I didn't go back that far. Okay. Monster. <laughs> it's fine. So Bone Steel's up on a stage yelling about whatever, and then the vampires are just below him standing and waiting for him to tell them what to do, I guess. And then everybody takes a turn yelling things. That don't, I mean, nothing really makes sense. Yeah. And then the turtles shoot their fucking crossbows at him, and it. we get a shot from behind, and all the vampires fall down with the stakes sticking out of their chest. And I was like, holy shit, they did the thing. Yeah. I was uh, like, all right, here we go. But yeah. there's still a lot of episode left. What's yeah. going to happen? <laughs> there's still two-thirds of this episode to go. Uh, we, we were very fooled. <laughs> it looks like they each caught the, the bolt before it got them. Which I mean... But because uh, it's so... They were such strong crossbows, they did get knocked down onto their backs. And it makes sense, I suppose, that they would be ready and like see that coming. Because That's a thing... Like, there was a, like a three-minute bone steel monologue where they could analyze the weapons the turtles yeah, were exactly. holding. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, hey... <laughs> That really looks like it's gonna shoot something into my heart. <laughs> better not, uh, better not let that happen. Yeah, they th- they throw the uh, the stakes away, and then the kids run over to attack the ch- the turtles. And Donatello pulls out the sunlight gun, and it doesn't work at all. No, and he's like, "But it's the same waves." And she's like, "No, that's the fucking sun, dum dum. It's different." <laughs> For whatever reason, the light shone purple. Which okay. Why, Donnie? I, I know that's your color, but I get mean, your shit together. It's just so we had could see it, probably. I guess. I don't know. But the the little girl kicks Donatello down, and he gets knocked the fuck out. Like, right away. But He's I, not great. I don't understand. Was this Bone Steel's plan? For the fourth time, have the turtles just fight the vampires? It's never worked before. Like, the turtles always get away. Even if they lose, they still get away. With the heart, I don't understand his plan. One of the definitions of insanity is trying the same thing and expecting different results. This is even, like, worse, because there's no, like, laser fence or anything this time. (laughs) Used up all his money. I bet that laser fence probably still worked. They just, like, bashed it with a rock or something. I mean... They didn't even do that. They just turned it off. Did they? I don't remember. (laughs) They just turned it off and went home. Anyway. The little girl also knocks out Leonardo somehow. Oh, so that's when Leo got... Yeah. we were not clear earlier and then a van backs up to them and then they don't address it for long enough for you to go what's it, that van doing it severely looked like bone steel was just gonna run donatello's unconscious body over which he should have done we, yeah it would have been amazing and an incredibly dark turn for this show <laughs> but that is not what happens he stops short and he apparently just throws the turtles in the back because he's apparently the goddamn hulk I'm sorry I said apparently like 50 times there. But he doesn't do it yet. All you see is the van backing up. And yeah. then like a minute to half to three minutes later, that's when you see him start gathering them up. Like Bone Steel goes and does other things before he he gathers them up. That's true. And all the while, Venus is furiously reading through the scrolls. It's like, bitch, you read that already. You know the spell. Right? Also, <laughs> why doesn't someone punch her? Like, why doesn't... They're, yeah. They've already and taken why... out two turtles... The vampires have a person to go kill her. Yeah. Also, why isn't Splinter doing anything but standing next to her? He's helping. Telling her, he's Someone has to hold the paint can. They know where the fifth They know where the fucking vampires are. But it has the heart in it. 
I guess. But they he could have just set that down because it's trapped in there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but then Michelangelo squirts the boy vampire in the face with the, the garlic gun. And apparently garlic guns aren't a thing for vampires. He He's annoyed. And then we get this ridiculous moment that I couldn't stop thinking of WMAC Masters. Because Bing has a stupid long pretend ponytail. And in w, WMAC Masters, there's a guy whose name was Willie. And he had a stupid, really long braid. And he called it the Willie Whip. I don't so know what would, you're talking about. You don't remember WMAC Masters? I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's the World's Martial Arts Champions? Is it a game? Sort of. It was kind of like uh, pro wrestling in that it was very choreographed and there was a, a series of stupid storylines and you would fight people and uh, there were there was like the Red Dragon and you Tsunami and Tiger Eye. You say you would Tiger fight Eye. people like, like a video game? No, this or was this a live action thing. Oh, it was it was a TV show. We should watch on this. No, <laughs> well maybe. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, it it was something. I'll tell you that. And you you would fight guys or the the guy they would fight until they got they earned the right to fight the leader for the Dragon Star and there were ninjas and other ridiculous things. Um, but there was a guy named Willie and he had a stupid long braid and he made it into a weapon that he called the Willie Whip. Obviously. And then he brought on his son who had a small braid, and he froze it with liquid nitrogen. And karate chopped it off of his son's head and turned it into a smaller Willy Whip because his little, his boy's name was Willy also. He was Willy Jr. Or something. I, I don't know any of this, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> it happened, I promise. W- anyway. W- WMAC Masters? WMAC Masters. Okay. It was hosted by uh, Bruce Lee's daughter. Who's Brenda name, Lee. That might be right? I don't know. I think her name started with a B, but I do not recall. Because his son's name is Brandon, so why wouldn't you name your daughter Brenda? <laughs> I don't know. But in any event, uh, Bing yeah. takes his ponytail and uses it as a whip to wrap around Michelangelo's so- super soaker, and then he whips it away from him. Yeah. Willie whips it away. <laughs> and then um, kicks he, him dead? No, he oh, has no, like he a, just spins him around. He gets yeah. him dizzy. He has a little bit of a tussle with Michelangelo and kicks him over a barrel. And then Bone Steel pulls out a blowgun because that's the most deadly weapon he has in his arsenal. Uh, loads I mean, it with a it's the most tranquilizer, and then he blow darts uh, Raphael. Are tranquilizers really that like specific to animals? Like, oh, no. this is for walruses. I mean, I would expect the walrus. Ra- blah, I would expect the walrus one to have a super long needle because their hide is so thick. thick yeah. and there's a lot of blubber in there. Uh, but it's just a regular one. I mean. I'm sure, like, calling it an elephant tranquilizer is, like, referencing the dosage or the potency. Right. I guess that's true. And I don't know that there's ever been a call for a turtle tranquilizer. Do we need to go to the zoo and learn about tranquilizers? Yes. Okay. Do you think they'll actually have information about that? Yes. And, uh, I mean, you have to tranquilize those animals sometimes. Yeah, probably. For vet reasons. Yeah. And they need surgery. They just need to get their nails did. Trank the bear, we gotta do his nails. Getting out of control. It's true, he's looking kind of ratchet. Do you want to package all of this up right now and we'll take it to the zoo? Yes. To the local zoo. Absolutely. And we'll finish our... our... What is that, Brookfield was the closest? Uh, I think so. Well, I think... Just go to a farm. Yeah. We'll go to the goat farm. We're way closer to Prairie Farm. They have goats. They might know. Yeah. So, anyway. Raphael gets hit with the, uh, the the walrus tranquilizer. Right, and gets super high. Real fast. And he tries to fight Michelangelo like like someone who's all hopped up on goofball's will. 
Yeah. He successfully uh, knocks Michelangelo out and then falls down himself because, you know, he got wasted. And then, I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but the actor falls on Michelangelo. (laughs) There's just that little bounce. Yeah. You're just like, I don't know if that was on purpose or not. And then Venus has figured out the hand sigils and the words, uh, and she casts a firebolt at Vami, who just catches it and uh, holds it there. In a scene you'll recognize from the, the opening. And then she just blows it out, which is actually kind of badass. Yeah, and then she does scary face. Uh, she has a scary demon face we didn't see up until now. And then it <laughs> cuts over to Bonesteel, who's backing up the van again. And then he, pick, he grabs Raph and Michelangelo and just drags them like they're nothing. Yeah. They've got to be like 600 pounds of turtle, and he just Easily. drags it like nothing. He is. It's like, where have you been keeping all of this strength? And then Splinter just tosses Vami the heart container. Um, but he must have taken the heart out because Vami's like, my heart is gone! Or something. Unless there was never a heart in there. and It was just lights. And Donatello just told everyone it was in there so they would believe that it was in there so that Vami would... So it was Tinkerbell in there? That's what was causing the lights? Yeah. Or the lights <laughs> just went off randomly. But because they all believed it, so did Vami. I see. It's about believing in yourself. In this scenario, they did just meet up? Instead of tracking one another? Yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway, somehow uh, Venus and Splinter get away. Uh, and we cut over to the roof or the dungeon. I don't know where the fuck we are. Might be a boat this time. Where Bone Steel's ranting about whatever. You he's, could just have them chained up in a library. We it's impossible to tell. But he's discussing how there's a tribe that takes turtle femurs and turns them into, like... I forget what he says. Toothpicks? Like what a was flute. It? A flute. Because he's going to make a whole marching band out of their bones. Right. they're big and there's a lot of them. Right. So he's got the four turtles chained up. Um, but there is so much slack on those chains that any one of them could absolutely reach him and strangle him or whatever. But instead, also, they just stand there politely while he tells them how he's going to murder them also and based, sell their carcasses. Based on later, I don't think they're like shackles. I think they're like no. strapped in there. Yep. And their hands are all touching one another. So, like, Mikey could reach over to Donatello's and just be like, undo. <laughs> like, yep. there's not, there's plenty of, of wiggle room there for such things. Maybe they've, they're all just done and they've accepted death. No. Michelangelo seems a little panicky about it. But As you would be. But he just hasn't had pizza in 20 minutes. He hasn't had, uh, what, like, shampoo and, and flea powder <laughs> pizza. I need gasoline and shoe pizza <laughs> sounds right so instead of attempting to help uh the other turtles splinter and venus went all the way back to the lair where venus is continuing to read the scrolls i mean splinter straight up says like why should i be worried about them bone steel's a fucking dumb dumb they're ninjas <laughs> they got this like he's not concerned about them he knows they'll handle it true but also like how many times does he run off to go save Raphael? Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But Raphael was alone. Like, he's got Donatello with him now. (laughs) And you know how good Donatello is at stuff. Not very. He got knocked out in one hit. All right, you're right. I'm sorry. He's got Leonardo with him. You know how good Leonardo is at stuff. Uh, He's, well, he got better-ish. All right, he's with Michelangelo. Ah, damn it. Yeah, they're all doomed. Maybe he's just too drunk to care. (laughs) That's it. He does look kind of drunk in this weird, awkward close-up. Because his eyes aren't open And then the he starts fuck, he fucking starts telling uh, Venus that she sucks. He does. 
He tells her that he she stinks at casting magic, which is not wrong. I, she threw a success. She's thrown two successful fireballs. Yeah, real slow, like, and and they haven't done anything. Well, it's not her fault that the magic is slow. She exploded a mannequin. That was it. That's all she's accomplished. I don't want to sound like Donatello or Leonardo, Raphael, or Michelangelo, but all she's really <laughs> done is blow up a fucking mannequin. Yes, it's, she is the most capable of them. She has that going for her. But when compared to, like, a regular person or toddler, she doesn't really have much going on. <laughs> Look, she's thrown more magic than any of the rest of them have. Yeah, I guess so. But then she has the idea, maybe I can peer through Vami's heart into her mind and see what she was doing, what she wants to do. Yeah. So she wants to find her heart. Why do you need extra information for that? Because they want to know how. And then Vami tells us how. We cut over to the Haunted Manor, and uh, Vami's pacing, and she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to call the Ancient One. And the the children are like, well, he's insane, and there's no telling what he'll do w- when you co- summon him. He might just kill us. And she's like, whatever, I'm going to die in four hours anyway. It's true. You assholes didn't get my heart first. <laughs> and then she sends them to, to Jewel to get some candles. <laughs> Apparently, she can call forth the original vampire, the first vampire spirit or yeah. something. It's not super explained or he's delved just into. He's an ancient vampire. Well, maybe. Well, he's an ancient vampire spirit, at least. It's something. So, But first... We cut back to the boat or the wherever, and Bone Steel is going to bash Raphael's head in with a fucking hammer. But then instead of doing it, he lets Raphael stop him well, by talking. You, you know how smooth Raphael is. He's a, he's a smooth talking person. He's something. Yeah, basically he says, "Hey, I'm going to don't you want a girl turtle? Like three turtles and a girl turtle. That'll be pretty hot, right?" Yeah, I that's think the underlying message. I think he's he's really playing the um bone steel's um boner steel, if you will. Oh, for for turtle girls? I don't know, dude. It's super weird. Uh but he calls Venus a trophy because we need to objectify her as much as possible. And uh, he's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll sell out everybody else. I'll save myself. And then Bone Steel's like, yeah, that sounds fine. Right? And the other turtles straight up believe him. So what's that say about, like, Raphael if they're just like, yeah, we fucking believed that you would just, you would sell us out. We, <laughs> Yeah, Bone Steel's like, he hands him the hammer. He's like, kill Leonardo. And then he picks up the gun and is like, I'll shoot your fucking ass with the tranquilizer if you try anything. And so Raphael's like, that's fine. I'm going to bust in Leo's face. And then he, he pulls back, and then at the last moment yells whammo or bada boom or some shit, and Bone Steel accidentally shoots the, the tranquilizer dart, which bounces off like six items and then into his ass. You didn't you didn't say he smashes his foot. Is it his foot? Yeah, I think he smashes I, his okay, foot. Okay, that it. makes sense. I don't know why his foot was that high. I, who knows? Because it was show. at like chest height, but whatevs. And then they cut to his foot being smashed, and then yeah. he shoots the thing. But then he gets yeah. shot with a tranquilizer, so he's out. So yeah. the turtles or, just casually free themselves. Yeah, and kill him now. He's almost murdered you a bunch of times. Just end the madness. Right? Kill him now. You you have dragons to be dealing with. Yeah. 
Just throw them overboard. You're on a boat or something. Or even if it's the roof, just throw them off the damn roof. It'll look like a suicide. They'll be like, oh, here's that insane man that yeah. we've been missing. He's got a he snake in himself. his hair. He's got a plastic snake in his hair. He must have been not yeah. great. He's probably all hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> oh, we found all this tranquilizer in his system. He probably got high and <laughs> yeah. fell off the roof. Yep, that'll do it. Unsolved mystery solved. So then... We cut over. It's Vammy's house, and... <laughs> She's got this, the, a bunch of candles arranged in a sort of star. But they're just the most unceremonious-looking candles ever. They look like the power went out, and you're just p- casually waiting for it to come back. <laughs> like, when you think of summoning an ancient spirit, you don't think all of these brand-new, fresh, white candles from the store. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you want? I don't know. I just feel like when summoning a spirit, you need, like, some sort of special spooky candle. <laughs> I don't know. What, do you want ghosts on them? I, no, just like, I want them to be like melted and like, brr, candly. These just are just Look, regular they, candles. They broke into the local Catholic church or synagogue or something and stole these candles. I don't know. I just think ceremonious candles should be spookier. All right, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Anything about candles. <laughs> <laughs> so Vammy's praying to vampire god or whatever. Over these shit candles. <laughs> I got a lot of opinions about candles. Apparently. That's a it's different thing I podcast. didn't know about you. I'm not editing that Enjoy podcast. the candle cast. So she calls him the first of hunger and oldest of the first, which doesn't make sense to me. And you know how uh, vampires are orbs made of electricity and pink? I mean, this one is. Yeah. I it, think it's a spirit, though. It's such a weird way to depict a spirit. Because it's, it, it, it's a nucleus. With three electrons hovering around. And then uh, it hollers at her. Yeah. The first shot we see of it is it's flying over the city. And I was very much reminded of Reboot. And it looked like a program was coming <laughs> to to, uh, you know, to ruin part of the city. And Bob had to get over there with Dot and Enzo. And that dog. Whose name I don't remember. Dog. Megabyte. And no, that's a different guy. Hexadecimal. Anyway, Vami is just like, hey, old spirit of vampires or whatever. Uh, can you bring me to my heart and help me kill some turtles or something. And the oldest spirit of vampire lore calls her a mega spook or something. Yeah, I don't understand. And he also speaks with a weird Cockney accent. It's not even Cockney. It's not consistent enough to be anything. I guess that's fair. It's definitely not Cockney. It's some sort of fake British. Okay, that's fair. But it's not anything. where's, Where's Vlad the Impaler from? I mean, Turkey, Sky, don't put your false fucking vampire history on this guy. This is the actual ancient vampire. He knows he was there. He doesn't he doesn't need your fucking comic book version of of their history. He, He is the ancient spirit of vampires. He was he's the one who was the first to be vampired. Oh, okay. So. It's probably just an amalgamation of fucking a bunch of different accents because when you're around so long and you've been everywhere, it all just sort of muddles together. But it's mostly English. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he doesn't go into any non-English speaking countries. Vampires are notoriously racist. <laughs> it's true. I think. Or it's Here, not. I don't know. This is Transylvania. Learn to speak English or get out. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how Hotel Transylvania went. I've never seen it, but I'm sure that's exactly it. Uh, CeeLo Green Mummy came up, and he's like, nope, no Egyptians. Is CeeLo Green a mummy in that? Sure is. <laughs> Maybe I should see it. Uh, Kevin James is a Frankenstein's monster. Uh, never mind, I'm out. Uh, there's a wolf man. Who's he? 
I don't remember. God damn it. It's not important. Scott, you got me on one hand. It's a pretty green is there, but on the other hand, Kevin James is there. It's a pretty okay movie. I'm really, I'm really torn. Uh, it's also got Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, and Selena Gomez as the girl. All right. We'll see. It's okay. I like okay. Yeah. It's the best it got from me. Um, (laughs) Would you rather watch this episode again or watch Hotel Transylvania 2? This episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so, so anyway. Turtles driving home. Yeah, they come home. Uh, mouth is agape. Ah. Maybe they're trying to catch bugs. Turtles like bugs, right? I think so. And strawberries. So And they just like, kick in the door and they're like, thanks for saving us, dicks. <laughs> and Splinter's like, shut up. I thought you died. I hoped you died. Venus, I wasn't lucky, apparently. Venus is communicating with the organ. Shut your fucking mouths, please. And then we see her in the train car and she's holding the heart and humming. Behind Splinter is like some childish drawings or paintings. You think the turtles did that? Probably. Probably Michelangelo, because he ain't quite right. <laughs> also, the way she's holding this heart is sensual. Is it? Can I say that? Sure. Can I say that about this scene? Sure. It is uncomfortable because I liked it. <laughs> did you get a little bone steel? I, I did get a little bone steel. Venus has the revelation <laughs> that Vami is looking for her heart. Great detective work, Venus. She says, I know what she'll do. So I guess she's yeah. like, she's going to talk to a, a big poofy cotton candy of electricity. And <laughs> yeah. he's going to magic her somewhere. Yeah. Vemi is like, please send me to my heart. And then I'll take it. And then stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What is her goal other than not die? Does she want to take over the world? Does she? I know she wants to kill the turtles, but that's just because they've been interfering with her stuff. Yeah, I don't really think... Like, she even she was fine drinking donated blood. Yeah. She seems kind of cool. I, I don't even think she would hang out in New York City. She's only in New York to get her heart back. Yeah. She'd probably dip out. I mean, those other vampires weren't bothering anyone until they needed to get that heart back. Well, they were probably eating homeless people. Maybe, but not in New York. Yeah, that's fair. If we've learned anything from our president recently, it's that if it doesn't happen in the contiguous uh, 48 states, it's not important. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I got a bigger side of you than those turtles did. Yes. Good job. So that cotton candy ball sends her to the sewers. Yeah. It's almost morning. Apparently. Um, she, I mean, she says it, but she says it like she has more time than apparently she does. Yeah. She's got like two hours left max. And uh, she's in the sewers, and Michelangelo pulls back a manhole cover, and she gets burned. Like, she initially reaches for Venus, and there's, like, a, a crack of light, and she gets burned. Then all the turtles pop out, and they've all got mirrors, and they're doing... They're doing but... that thing you do with your watch in the car <laughs> when there's someone's trying to drive. Yep. Sometimes on accident, but mostly on purpose to <laughs> yeah, be a dick. Absolutely. Uh, and they all reflect sunlight at her, and they just mercilessly kill her in this children's show. Just it's like right. we've wanted to see since... Yeah, you know, she the first episode with but with everybody else. She She's a character downs, I liked. Like she like turns to dust and shit. In the sewer, uh, the heart turns black again. She's like, I guess it's my heart now. It's like, no, fucking get rid of it. Yeah, that's gross. Burn it. Throw Do it in the trash. Anything else? But whatever, it's fine. I guess. I'm sure. Well, we know she's not coming back because the show gets. Ended. Do we? Oh well, yeah. I guess for that. Well, here, ping, ping Bing, and Chichu, uh, Chichu, Chuchi. Uh, found the exact spot where Vammy died somehow (laughs) and dust bustered her up. Now, she died in the damn sewer where everything's filthy and gross and there's trash everywhere. So anything could be in that little urn. Yeah, and if, I mean, who's to say they got all of it? 
Well, who's to say that she's not going to come back? I'll tell you why. With a lot of missing pieces or extra say, pieces. There's or... at least enough of her in there for that thing to giggle maniacally, <laughs> like in a little high pitched voice. <laughs> yeah. And they they're like, let's get out of here. And then Chi Chi <laughs> says, um, "Home is where the heart is." So are they, do they still want to get the heart? I, I guess. The, I mean, it didn't crumble into dust like it should have. Wait, was the intention to have these two be villains in the next season? Probably. These two children vampires? I, I don't. Yes. All right. They set uh, Vami's ashes on a chair that has a heart for a back. Cause, you know, because get it? Because Unchained My Heart is the name <laughs> of the episode. Yeah, it, it was. Remember Sky? I do. Okay, good. I, we said it at the beginning. Yeah, we did. Four times We're now. We're so good at this. Um, <laughs> the kids decide they're staying. And uh, and then we go back to Venus and she's reminiscing. But like we haven't had enough clips. At least so this far. is quick, like quick, and it's over her like monologuing yeah. over like the last couple of days. Yeah, I've learned all this stuff in the last couple of days, and this is yeah. these are my friends, and Splinter's my teacher. Yeah, things like that. I'm gonna teach myself because everyone who could have taught me is dead. Yeah, but I have all these scrolls that I brought with me from China, from somewhere in China. <laughs> Any vampires or hunters? What about dragons and other stuff that she, you Yeah, fought? she doesn't say anything about the, you know, Queez. Yeah, it's fine. Queez isn't her villain. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's Donnie's villain. And she names all the turtles. She's like Leonardo the student, uh, Donatello the inventor, Michelangelo the joker, and Raphael the true rebel. Because he's the coolest. She didn't yell it like that. He That's made it much more it. dramatic than she did. But then she like is, it, it ends with her like, remembering all of that and being like and i am shinobi and like like it started with her showing up and and getting introduced and like it being a whole thing and then like this is a perfect ending for this season yep but there's still one more goddamn episode that's probably that we're 99 percent sure is a clip show yeah <sighs> from the sound uh, from reading the show description it sounds as though the other turtles have turned on her yet again yeah because reasons. Because she they're... traps somebody in a force field. She can conjure a goddamn force field. Right. She's a... Maybe keep her on the team. Goddamn dipshits. Fucking ass. <sighs> but whatever. Uh, Jake. Oh, no. What was the most turtle part? I know the answer to this one. It was Donatello's fucking inventions in the beginning. Where he's <laughs> like, all right, this is how... I've seen cartoons. This is how you beat a vampire. <laughs> well, none of them work. They all fail for, like, sort of believable reasons. Yeah. Because those are all inventions that if I was like, let's invent some vampire th- weapons, that's what you would invent. These shoot stakes, this shoots uh, sunlight, this shoots... I, I uh, wouldn't say he invented the crossbow, but well, he definitely... He built. He definitely made them. And it wasn't a crossbow, it was a, it was a stake bow. It shoots a stake. <laughs> Explain to me the difference. Well, also, I guess it, it, uh, when you say crossbow, it, sh- it shoots a bow, so it would be a cross stake. It shoots in a, well, crossbows shoot bolts. This guy, it's a bow. No. Or an arrow. Yeah. Or something. Oh, wait. Yeah, it doesn't shoot a bow. Nothing nope. shoots a bow. Bow is a thing. Yep. I don't know anything. You could hook a bow. I was a really bad Robin Hood. <laughs> the crossbows shoot bolts. Bows shoot arrows. And guns shoot um, sunlight into vampire's face. <laughs> Sky, what do you think is the most turtle part of this show? Um, I wasn't ready this time. Was it the murder? The murder was pretty turtle-rific. <laughs> it was pretty turtle-rific. I liked that Bone Steel was pretty competent this time. 
Like he, he was, except for the few times he wasn't. Except but. for when he was like, "Yeah, I b- completely believe you, Raphael. <laughs> I believe that you're going to turn on your family." To be fair, they had been friends in an earlier episode. <laughs> True, but they turned on each other almost immediately after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and during and before. Yeah. So I don't and know. And they spent the whole episode talking about how when this is over, I'm going to kill you. So there's yep. that. That's like me at any t-ball game I had. Like, once this is <laughs> over, I'm going to kill you. As what? a precocious youth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you think I was at t-ball games now, Threaten? <laughs> yes. Yes, I honestly did. Why is a guy here? He doesn't have any kids. He likes the concessions. <laughs> to he be gets... fair, those hot dogs are fucking delicious. Yeah, he gets a hot dog and a popcorn and he goes to town. It's the best part of having nieces and going to their baseball games is get to go get that delicious cheese dog. That's the worst part of um, not having nieces and going to their <laughs> their game. You, people look at you weird when you get that hot dog. Your beard's too big to be at a children's place without a child. Yeah. I should shave it and just leave a mustache. <laughs> there you go. It's Smooth got sailor. weird. Oh, uh, so we have one more episode of Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. That is correct, and then we'll probably watch the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. No. Yeah, we probably will. I said no. I said yes. Also, there's I'll an interview. Value. I'll watch Ellen. <laughs> no, I want to do it. There's also an interview um, that we did with... Uh, Rick Orner. With Rick Orner, who's the gentleman who worked on this, that after we're done here, Sky will um, probably edit and get up. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, busy. I mean, I'm there's not there. a lot of editing to do. He talked like a motherfucker. He's great. <laughs> That's true. He was a cool dude he who had, had a lot, a lot to, say. to say. He was very nice. Yeah. And I, I, uh, he made us feel a little bad about making fun of the show. Yeah, you'll notice uh, if you immediately after we were like, I don't feel right doing this, and we fell back in. If it. you go, if you go back and re-listen to the show, you'll notice the point where I mean, I think we just say that we just yeah. interviewed him, <laughs> but we're much nicer after the, the, for like the two, and then we go back to like. These fucking turtles! What assholes! <laughs> well, I mean, that's not entirely our fault. No, no, it's not. Um, I but blame yeah, everyone we'll, but me. We'll, we have that interview coming. We have. Uh, we'll do that stupid ass tour. <laughs> um, then we got a we got a month of just uh, some some other things for yeah. you guys, and then we're we're gonna dip into some animorphs. Yeah, we've got um, we've got a plan for a special Halloween episode, and we're gonna do a couple of movies. And then, yeah, like Jake said, we're going to be diving into the Animorphs, and that should be fun. Yeah. So, um, if you're looking, or, you know, if, you, if you'd like to be a guest, you know, give us a heads up. I've already got a couple of people who wanted to do the Animorphs. Oh, do you? Yeah. Is one of them me? Yeah. Cool. I and think Furby Jake. wants to be on. That's fine. He w- I mean, if it was up, if we let him, he would be on every episode. <laughs> That's fine, too. I just will have to bring three mics instead of two. Yeah. <laughs> Sky and I stopped living across the hall from each other, so um, yeah. eventually this will all fall apart. <laughs> uh, I live in a different city now. I don't know if we call it. Well, yeah, Joliet's a city. I wouldn't call this a city. Is this a township? I don't know. What if I tweet out your address? <laughs> I No one listens to this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I going to say, everyone who listens to this is out of state. So. Everyone who listens to this probably has your address. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So we got we got... Pop culture failure is not going anywhere at the end of this show, unfortunately. <laughs> as much as um, we would like it. Much to, to. Much to Jake's chagrin. <laughs> if you want to leave us a review on any of the podcatchers that you might use, that would be fantastic. It helps people find the show. Or, or so leave them on the podcatchers that you don't use, also. Yeah, do, do them on all. All Every one of them, if you can. If you want to just start a blog and write <laughs> reviews about each episode, that's cool. If you want to get, like, a fan Twitter and, like, 
write how great we are, that's cool. If you want to hire a skywriter and write about how great we are in that aspect. If you want to get a cheeseburger and maybe be like, this is for Jake and Sky, and then eat it all way too fast and then your tummy hurts, we'll feel it in that's, our bones. That's more for Jake than for Sky. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm going to do as soon as we're done here. <laughs> you can follow the show at failed pop culture with no e at the end on the twitter you can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com i am at sandwich surplus i'm at midwest love affair in you can follow me on there and find out on what part of my body i found a dead bee <laughs> it's the only original thing i've uh, tweeted lately <laughs> usually just retweeting things yeah. october's coming so i'll be posting more art if you're into that sort of thing because inktober yep um october's coming so i changed the a and jake to a pumpkin <laughs> anyway, anyway thank you thank you very much for listening guys we uh join us next week while we end this thing yeah it'll be fun or sad it's it'll be something maybe sky will cry <laughs> i mean he'll probably cry anyway because he's a sissy well usually it's just as night at night when i'm going to bed <laughs> okay <laughs> well that's it i guess huh Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Ninja Turtles are on the scene. You mess with green and it's gonna get mean. Ninja Turtles are on the scene. You mess with green and it's gonna get mean. Yeah. We did it. We did it again. We've made internet history. <clears throat> testing, testing. Hey, levels. That's good. What about mine? Uh, yeah. Do I have talkings? Yeah. Ooh, I... You guys. Have so many talkings. That's how I do it now. That's how I test things. I um, have had plenty of sleep. I haven't done anything strenuous today. <laughs> I've had like six Coke Zeros. I'm ready to podcast. <laughs> um, Let's do it. Look how big that um was. Yeah. Um, The inconsequential words are always big. For really? some reason. I can, I can tell um, which waveform is us inhaling also. <gasps> Usually it's a lot more consistent when it's mine. Because there's a lot more sorrow in it. <laughs> you can see the sorrow on the screen. Kind mine, of. you can see the dog-like excitement. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>